0: Hello and welcome to Dice Tri, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast inspired by whimsical works of old such as Wizard of Oz and Phantom Tollbooth. My name is Daniel Shab and I am your Dungeon Master and host. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Dice Tribe. Merry Christmas! Oh, 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 oh Were you all good <laughs> boys and girls?
1: No. Um, that's a weird
2: question
3: for you to ask. So. I'm not sitting on your lap. You're not sitting. Not yet. <laughs> are we? All of us are actually on Dan's lap. Yeah. In the story, uh, we are. Right. Well, no. No, in real
1: life, too. Uh, to bit, um, we all actually sit on each other's laps to record this podcast. Uh, since we only have one microphone, and it only faces one One version, on top
0: of the so other. So we have to the sit, the sit yeah.
1: one on top of the other. That's to right. Record.
0: Sharing is scary. And I have the strongest thighs, so I go on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> didn't yes. know you were a bottom. <laughs> hey! So, let's welcome back our players. Paul, Earl, Krista, and our audio engineer, GTM, which of course stands for... Can't wait. Good Tidings Merriment. Mm, yes. Let's ask you guys some questions. Thank you. Krista. Yes. What's the best Christmas present you ever got? The
1: best Christmas present I ever got. I don't know. I'm just going to say anything that my... Lovely boyfriend gave me
2: because he okay.
1: is the best gift giver.
3: Who's that? Mister
1: um, Mr. <laughs> Mister GTM is one of the best gift givers that ever existed.
3: Actually, I need to chime in and uh, vouch for that. He uh yeah. Legitimately, might be one of the best people to get gifts from. Uh, yeah, well, uh, he's real good at it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Gift
3: Titan Man.
1: I'm going to say that because no gifts come to my mind at the moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, GTM, of course, stands for Gifts Trademark.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. Is it gifts with an exclamation point? Yeah. Yeah. Gifts.
1: Trademark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> my face.
3: Gifts. here. Yeah. Actually, like, isn't that, like, a thing? I feel like you could I was going to probably... copyright you, but now I can. I know, but like, but, like, this is actually kind of a brilliant idea. Like, what if you did, Gabe, use your powers and, like, have... Uh, a gift giving like you know for inattentive husbands and hapless <laughs> humans who want to give good gifts but they don't know how like a loot crate yeah like a loot crate <laughs> or like a yeah. it's like stitch fix but, yeah, for, stitch fix, for, but for for gifts. gifts like so it's you, you I don't get on know that, then. that's kind of insane like so I guess we I mean should it's, should it's do a do personal shopper I guess or mm. something like that but well Earl I have a
0: question for you. Yeah. Is there anything you ever wanted as a present that you never got and that still haunts you to this Day. Just call out your parents right
2: now. Yeah, <laughs> no, see, Why don't is,
0: you like, love me
3: enough I, to get me this <laughs> I don't know, like I think, I, this is gonna sound really like, but like, I don't think I've ever had a real sort of covetous, like, oh, I must have this thing, and if I don't have this thing, I will... Rah! When I was super young, I was really into... It's a version of the Power Rangers. Uh, because the Power Rangers are are one of many iterations of the Power, like the Power Rangers that we know in America are one of many iterations of the sort of Super Sentai genre, I guess. And when I was about six years old, I think six or seven, I was obsessed with this one group of, of Super Sentai Rangers that were super popular in Korea called Flashmen. The story was really great. They were all weird and had powers, but there was this awesome Megazord. It was like... Two tanks, two planes, um, and then another, like, battle cruiser thing that all made... made, Instead of animals, they were all, like, ships and things, so they all created the the big Megazord. And for Christmas, I had asked for it and really wanted it. Not even realizing if it existed, I was just like, I really want robots! (laughs) Um, Didn't get it. Was, I think, crushed for a little while. I never really... Said anything? I don't know. Like I was a weird kid. I just probably like cried to myself eh, eh, in my room. Um, <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> but then, it, you know, all whatever. Because my birthday <laughs> later that year, I my parents got me the fucking sword, and I was like, oh my god, and I wept. And it was the it was a great sort of. I, there's also video of me like. I used to be a kid that, like, opens, like, really specific oh, wrapping paper, like, yeah. but partly because, like, when I was a kid, my parents would be like, we are saving that wrapping paper, don't you dare ruin it. Serious, serious, like, <laughs> Damn. frugal Asian parents. But I, I remember distinctly, like, I lifted up the corner. Of it. And I, as soon as I saw the box, like flash my like I fucking, like there's video of me going like, ah! and I like <laughs> rip it apart and I tear the thing up and I'm holding this box and I'm literally just jumping down over and over and over and over again. Mind you, this is in Korea in a small, tiny apartment in a giant apartment, high rise complex, where are neighbors downstairs eventually, like, came upstairs and was like, is everything okay? <laughs> I feel like I've been really lucky in that I don't think I've ever had, like, a yeah, that sort of, like, unrequited present moment. Oh, maybe this just means I'm really spoiled. Um. <laughs> Fair. Paul, I have a question for you. Okay.
0: On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your gift wrapping skills? Because <sighs> I would put mine probably at a 2. I, I was going to say two or three. Yeah, because I'm... Are, are you just one of those people who, like, puts it down in the middle of paper and you, like, yeah. pull out way no, too yeah. much paper and you just, like, bundle it up right, and tape it either, either It's <laughs> either
2: too much or not enough. Like... I'll start wrapping it and suddenly there's a like the side of a box is totally open. You can see everything that it is. So I just take another piece and just plop it on top and wrap tape around it. It's done. I'm terrible at it. I'd rather just use a fucking bag.
0: And do you do the thing <laughs> where this happens to me like every year when I go to get a gift. I get the wrapping paper and then I forget to put fucking labels on it. Oh,
2: <laughs> So just yeah. like in
0: Sharpie on the
2: crystal. Yeah. Oh, you know what you can do is uh, take like a square of the wrapping paper, fold it in half, tape it on, and that's your little tag. Yeah. Why, so <laughs> Why am I so <laughs> dumb?
3: Why am I dumb? I can't help you with dumb that, Damn. <laughs> uh, did anyone else have to like in school, like do like volunteer hours, like gift wrapping? No. Thing? Like
1: those were Man. not those were not the volunteer hours that I did.
3: <laughs> it was called detention. I... <laughs> I just I just vaguely remember in high school, because I, I wasn't a big gift wrap person. And then I had like a, it was for a club of some sort when I was in school. And we basically set up at a fucking Barnes and Noble. And we had to gift wrap everyone's gift wraps. Yeah. And it was the most maddening, horrifying thing ever. But it's like when you have a line of like 20 people deep who all want their one book gift wrapped. It was just, I don't know. Like, I feel like now I'm just like... My gift wrapping's turned into sort of a mechanical robot mm-hmm. process that yeah. I don't even think about. I don't know, gift wrap's a really interesting thing where I don't think anyone's ever upset. Like, if someone gives you a gift wrap thing and it's not the greatest it's maybe like oh it's a bad gift wrap but like no one's ever gonna be like this is terrible like, uh,
1: in my family we make fun of Brett all the time for how horrible his gift <laughs> g- cause it is literally he will take the wrapping paper and wrap it around and then oh, tape the, the top up and then like so it so there. it looks
0: like a hobo <laughs> yeah. Yes, should be hanging off yes, the end of exactly. a stick <laughs>
1: and, and both Brett and Garrett would always give Aside from my gift that they were giving me, Mm -hmm. they would make me wrap all of their gifts.
3: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's
0: funny. funny. So previously on Dice Dry, our grand adventurers took a train from the town of Aversong where they were treated to complimentary fruit salad. Yummy. yummy. And found themselves in the place called Treader's Veins, which is a bunch of canyons and valleys with hundreds Mm -hmm. of rivers and creeks cutting through it. And as they stepped off onto the train station, they were approached by an old crone who told Doug that he should stop looking for the Lord Magician, and she could send him home. She was also very creepy. They basically told her to leave, so the woman, upset, burst into hundreds of black hummingbirds and disappeared. Grenwyn? was her name? Grenwyn. Yes. And then you followed a path that led you down into Split Valley, where you found two statues standing outside of a large granite door. And you said the words, Open Sesame, and the door rolled open, and that's where we will begin, with you standing in Split Valley in front of this large granite door that has just rolled open. Does it smell like anything when it opens? Um, do you actually smell some fairly pleasant smells of, like, lavender and sea salt?
1: That's, Lovely.
3: that's really nice.
1: Bottle of that, sell it as a perfume. Mm. What well, what else are we seeing as the source? So there's
3: came? a
0: long hallway, and you can see that there's a room at the end of the hallway. It's just dark, so you can't quite see back into that room. Is it creepy or just kind of? It weird? actually looks quite inviting. It's like clean and tidy. Mm. And-
1: I rummage in my bag and get out a torch, and then like a little match and light my torch up. Okay.
0: So you enter and you walk down this long hallway and it leads into a plush, swanky room that you might see on like the set of Downton Abbey or something. There's wood grain that runs floor to floor with drapes of velvet hung down to the floor. And high up on the ceiling, the windows send sharp rays of light down into the center of the room. And in the middle of the room, there's a large table that has been set up like eight feet long by six feet wide. And there are tables and chairs of the highest finery surround this table. On top of this table, there is a diorama of a city with black roads crisscrossing it. There are stoplights, a local bank, a little dingy diner and such. This is not the type of town that you would see in Aloha. This is a town from your world our world, some kind of small town that anyone out in the Midwest would be able to see on any given basis. And at the top of the room, the ceiling is exposed rock with precious metals dotting out of the rock and reflecting the light that comes in through the windows and all the dancing colorful lights play across the room and around the walls between the drapes there are multiple paintings one of them is a muscle-bound guy carrying a big weapon with a belt that feeds ammunition to it but the picture is in some sort of weird color negative The where the man is bright red and the background is blue another painting is a man standing beside a tall building that is on fire and another appears to be this big chunky pugilist with like two red boxing gloves on and you start to realize that these are all movie posters like the first one is for predator (laughs) and the second one is for like the towering inferno maybe and the third one is for rocky You know, you described exactly what people
2: would say, oh, that's that, and I did not think of those things. (laughs) That's all
0: right.
2: (laughs) I was imagining, like, paintings. Yeah, (laughs) and then you look
0: around, and there's one for Die Hard, and there's one for, like, Lethal Weapon, 48 hours bunch of, like, plastic
3: action movies. Yeah, and these
1: painters are... They, they paint fairly realistically. Yeah. It's almost exact.
3: These are
1: really... This, this is nice. They're talented.
3: I've seen all
2: paintings. of these movies.
1: It's this movie thing again. Oh, oh, yeah, the... The moving pictures.
3: Pictures, moving. Yeah,
2: the theater, so, but on a picture. So these are actors. They're pretending to be these people. Do you you get it?
1: Uh, yeah, but who painted them? I mean, they're
2: great. Oh, I, I don't know. I think they look like movie posters. They're not really... Paintings. Are the, is think. the
3: part of the diorama, um, are the pieces movable? Like, is it like. Yeah, a, there's like little toy cars. Okay, yeah. Around I, people. I just sort of reach in and like look around and then I pick up a car and I was like, Whoa, what's this? It's got wheels? That's a vehicle. It's a box? It's a box wheel? It's not a train. Well, no. It's but, not a cart. I don't explain this
2: Is there a tiny <laughs> horse inside? No. So we God. use those to get around, we, we drive
3: them, driver. Do driving you, you shrink and you fit inside this tiny thing that's that's some sort of magic you didn't tell us you had magic
0: yeah that's exactly what happens oh. and oh wow ken the fox enters in behind you <laughs> and he brushes past Doug.
1: oh hey ken What can kind of yeah. see
0: and ken's just like sniffing around the room and he goes to one of the drapes that is hung along in the back and he
3: starts like pushing it out of the way and you can see that there's a door frame Oh. I'm pointing at the stoplights. What? what is that thing? It looks like three eyes. Do they watch you?
1: Just ignore that. Ken's uh, found a door.
3: Oh, oh, mm-hmm. okay. It's, but this looks fun. Paddle <laughs> just starts playing with the car. <laughs> we don't,
1: I don't want, have time for this. I wander over to the door where <laughs> Ken is and sort of climb up onto his head and try to okay.
0: open the door. So you open up the door and through the door you find what appears to be like a playroom in quotation marks. There's a basketball court on the far side. You guys don't know what basketball is, but there's this hoop hung up about nine feet in the air. And there are a bunch of balls on the floor. And there's also other toys lying around the room. And at the way back of the room, it's a fairly large playroom. There's a line of carriages, but the carriages don't have horses and wheels. Instead, they appear to be attached to some kind of rail system that goes off into a dark tunnel. And in the middle of the room, there's a small table with a little net across the middle of it. And there are four paddles lying on the table with a little ball sitting on the edge. And also sitting on this ping pong table, there is another one of the Lord Magician's
3: journal.
1: Oh, hey! There's a journal over there!
3: Oh, yeah, there's also balls! and I started, Puddle just runs straight to the balls and starts like testing the bounciness of each ball like cause I'm assuming they're all of all shapes and sizes so we yeah. got like basketballs and like footballs and and tennis these, balls tennis balls and he's just like oh <laughs> drops it picks it up drops it oh, oh that one's got a lot of bounce
1: oh Puddle just a, like oh. her eyes and, and like tugs on um, on Ken's ear to like go over to I look this. at all these
0: toys <laughs> Ken like, puts his paws up on top of the ping-pong table so he can kind of climb up onto his back onto the ping-pong table.
1: And I and I like open the book Ugh! Uh, okay.
0: So, this journal, likewise to the first one that you found, is filled to the brim with writing that presumably makes up the course of several years. And, like the first journal, most of the writing is pretty boring stuff. The day-to-day routine of running Aloha and running a country, fulfilling civil duties, collecting taxes, carrying out new roadworks. And none of it is of that much interest. But at the end, there's yet again a final note that appears to have been written in the final days that the Lord Magician spent at this particular place. And it reads, Leslie. I remember a toy chest I had when I was a child. It was always brimming out the top, but never seemed to be enough for me. These days, I feel the same way. I've surrounded myself with these things that used to bring me joy, and yet, I seem to be missing something. I can no longer stay here either. If I must be found, so be it. But I would rather not. If you head to Leeson Swamp, seek the one who can correctly answer this simple question. What is Spider-Man's real name? Spider-Man.
2: Peter Parker. Who? Who?
0: Oh God. So there's a
2: character that is imaginary that people like to read about, and he has an alter ego. So he's a hero. He's, He's a legend. Yeah. He's not real. Okay. (laughs) The answer is Peter Parker.
3: The answer is Peter Parker. Yeah. The legend of the Spider Man has reached. Leeson swamp
1: So I guess we go to Leeson Swamp?
3: What the hell's that? Well, the notes specifically says to find
0: someone who can answer that question oh. in Leeson Swamp.
1: Do we know about where that would be or should is it on our map of the? It places? would be on your
0: map. You pull up. So the I pull map.
1: Out, yeah, pull up the map and start looking for it." Ah, huh.
0: swamp. There it is. Swamp. So it's a little bit further south of where you are now, you kind of turn northwest a little bit, and now you need to go south.
1: Well, I guess we go south now.
0: So we, there's another person from Mart Mart here?
1: Oh, interesting. Maybe that's Maybe how you'll get back. Friend.
2: My question is, how would he know about this? Well, if he's from Mart Mart... He's not... Nobody. Yeah. Okay, Mart Mart.
0: As you guys are standing there, Ken kind of pulls himself away from the ping-pong table, and he trots over, and he, like, looks through the door past the drapes into the front entrance the way you guys came, and then he doesn't bark. He, like, does a little... And he starts scratching on the door, trying to, like, kind of maneuver it closed. What's wrong, Kent? Kent, are you trying to close the door? He nods his head. Sort of walk up and give it a push. As you walk towards the door, you can hear footsteps at the hallway of the front. And then you hear a voice say, We need to find the Lord's Magician Journal.
1: Oh, <laughs> nah, god crap. damn it. Did they follow us? I tucked the- I like, <laughs> shoved the journal into my bag of holding. Okay. Is there any sort of way out?
0: And there's that carriage system on yeah, the rail. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. It disappears into a dark tunnel. I guess what do we, we think? I don't want to go out that door. They, sound, no. they sounded pretty mean. Yeah. And uh, you hear, Straighten up, lads. Baron's coming down.
1: Oh uh, okay. shit.
0: Uh, um, from the other side of the door, you start hearing stuff being thrown around. Sounds like that diorama got turned okay. over. They're ripping drapes off the wall. Maybe oh, yeah, it's yeah. In behind one of these hop on? Okay. <laughs> so you all hop in. Ken hops into Doug's lap. Oh, I guess you're coming too. Ken just turns back oh. and looks at Doug with big puppy dog eyes. Oh. <laughs> that doesn't work on me, but let's do this. On the other side of the door, <laughs> you hear one of them, yeah.
3: Look at this, lads! I found
0: a doorway.
3: Let's go. Uh, uh, how does this? Do we have to? Uh, what is this? How does this? What do we? Go, how do we go? go? <laughs> Rocking back and forth in your seat, <laughs> beside
0: you on the front car, there's a little lever that you can pull on. I pull it. Off. <laughs> you pull on the lever. Hang and on! Click, and you here
2: going to pick up. The the
0: carriage starts to slowly move forward into that dark tunnel. And as you start to move into that dark tunnel, uh, you see another set of carriages moving up behind the first one that came. Mm -hmm. And then the doorway bursts open And uh, there's a bunch of Sklungs, but the one leading the way doesn't have like the big wide bulldog face of the other Sklungs. This one has the head of Dalmatian, so it's like more sleek, longer Mm. snout, and he's got two big pointy ears. Um, One of his ears has a bunch of earrings pierced into it. Edgy. And uh, <laughs> he's got a big scar running down the side of his head. You can assume that by just his stature and the way the other sklungs treat him, that he might be their leader, mm-hmm. Baron. And as you are disappearing into the dark tunnel, Baron points his paw out at you guys and he's like,
3: ah, Get
0: him! And the other sklungs run towards you as you disappear into the tunnel. So this carrot starts to pick up speed and that click clacking noise gets faster. And you feel yourself going uphill. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Usually when we go up, that means we eventually go down. And uh, Ken, on your lap, squeezes himself into the lap belt that you
3: put yourself in, so you're not just like... <laughs> <laughs> I should hold on tighter. <laughs> said huh? so Oh, I have to go! Tighter. Not, <laughs> not so tight! <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So fast, and occasionally there's like a speck of light that passes you by. You curve around a bank, and suddenly you're on the outside of the cave. (laughs) And you just see out into the valley over this large river, just screaming your heads out. You go back in and Whoa. go downhill a little bit and then suddenly go up. up. cut, and Puddle's just hanging on to Doug's neck <laughs> for
1: dear life. I'm like holding on, like the rest of my body is flapping in the wind, and I'm yeah. holding on for dear life on yeah, um, Doug's just, collar,
0: just... There's just a bunch of people hanging on to Doug for dear life at this point. <laughs> that lap belt is really straining. <laughs> you do the loop, and then you come around, and it slows down for a minute. <sighs> 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 Is
1: it over? That was exciting. Uh, Can we go on it
0: again? No! And you just come up and over the top of the valley floor that you were in the bottom of. And you can see out for miles around you. Oh, wow. And it's this beautiful view. And as you're at the top of the valley, you can look down and you can see that place that you exited out of earlier to look over the valley, just before the loop to loop Mm -hmm. there's another one of those carriage cars coming. And there are a bunch of sklungs on it.
1: <laughs> oh, shit, they're Crap. coming after us. Oh,
0: no. And then it goes down again, not nearly as steep this time. And then it does a bunch of corkscrews really ooh, quickly. Ooh, ooh, ah. Over the click-clacking noise and the, just the sound of the rush of air, you start hearing this noise. <laughs> <laughs> uh that? And the carriage rocks to the ah. side real quick. Can we look around? Like, is something... Something sounds like it's wrong.
1: What's happening? And yeah. as you kind
0: of peer over the side, you see a bunch of sparks kicking up around the rail. And it's leaning ever so slightly like it's about to pop off of the rail. Oh, no. oh
1: no, I knew I uh, should have chosen mending.
0: Is it is it a balanced thing? Can <laughs> like, we like need its weight? <laughs> um it seems like this thing was probably not very well built because that's not what alone's are used to building a roller coaster. Mm-hmm.
1: What's underneath us?
0: So you exit out of the mountainside and you're going along the valley and
3: the river below you.
0: Guys, we need to jump!
1: Yeah. Jump? Yeah. I think so. Alright.
3: I I mean, I'm fine with jumping. I'm made out of stuffing.
1: Okay, let's go! And I bail out first.
2: you,
3: You all bail out. Ken
0: pops himself out of the lap belt, dives out. And as you're flying through the air, you see the carriage pop off of the roller coaster rail, and it just flies through the air and smashes into the far valley wall into hundreds of pieces as you guys fall and splash into the water. And then a moment later, you see the other carriage car pass above you, doesn't seem to have any problems, disappears back into the mountain face, and you seem to have avoided them for the moment.
1: That's good. I think we should get the hell out of here. Is there Uh, any shore that's (laughs) by us? So the
0: water's moving pretty fast, so you're gonna have to swim against it, but you can reach the shore. But you're quickly being dragged downstream to God knows where. Paddle, paddle vigorously to get to the shore. So you paddle vigorously to the shore and you pull yourselves all up. (sighs) Take a moment to collect yourselves. Guys, is everyone okay?
1: There
2: though. Where's Ken?
0: Ken?
1: Ken? Ken. Ken!
0: Ken! And then slowly out of the fog you see Ken wobbling along. Oh, Ken! I like oh. run up to him and
1: hug. his like, <laughs> Ken
0: Ken leans into you,
3: he can't really hug
0: you, but he can Aww.
3: I immediately get into uh, water removal mode, so I'm just like scrunching I'm like twisting my arms out, like scrunching myself down, like, trying to squeeze out all the water that I've taken on because I weigh now, like, five or six times what I normally do. Squeeze. Ooh, oh, God, I got really wet in this river.
0: And as you're standing there looking around the shore, it's not as pristine as some of the other valley floors or shores that you've gone by. Mm. This one seems to be covered in trash from side to side. And there's clothing and clockwork pieces, fishing line and nets, just lying along the shore. Gee, what a dump!
1: Yeah, is this usually where you forage your food from, Doug? Funny. <laughs> you said you eat trash.
2: It's not trash. It's just trash food. Ooh, Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doritos.
0: No, they're they're empty. Yeah, there's okay. a bunch of trash all over. Okay.
3: And then you hear a voice. Yeah.
0: Well, 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 look what we got here, fellas.
3: I immediately pull my sword out and I'm like, (laughs) who said that?
0: And uh, from out behind a pile of trash, you see a cuddle approach. But this one is a stuffed elephant and he is just dirty and ragged. He's covered in mud. He might have been like baby blue colored at one point, (laughs) But but now it's just like this weird brown sludge color. Okay. And out from behind all the refuse appears more cuddles. More creatures. Some of them are cuddles. Some of them appear to be little like rat like
3: creatures. Are these are friends? I don't know. I still have my sword out. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who are you? What is this? Where are we? You're in a neck of the neighborhood, and the uh, elephant puts his hands
0: on his hips. That's right, you've come to the valley of the refuse.
3: Oh, no. <sighs> What is that? I think I've heard of this place. This is where all the forgotten things end up. That's exactly right. Meh. Nah. <laughs> well, lucky for y- you, uh, we are not forgotten, and we just seem to have experienced a hiccup in our adventure, and we will be on our way. Maybe I can talk to him.
1: Oh, don't talk to him. do. Oh, yeah.
0: Look at you all nice and clean. <sighs> I bet you have a kid waiting for you, don't you?
3: Uh, I had a kid
2: too once. Good sir, we are on an adventure That's to get back to my homeland.
3: That's his big kid. <laughs> Where's your homeland?
2: Uh, well, it's called Earth, but I guess we'll call it Mart Mart. Mart Mart. You one of them Martians?
0: <laughs> y- you've heard of it? Hey, hey! Try it. bring over the thing. And he brings over waterlogged what looks like one of those coupon pamphlets you might get <laughs> from a greeter
2: <laughs> you,
0: you see this it's like it's a two-wheeled thing and i guess children ride on it but you can get 75% off so you only
3: get 25% of a thing yeah it's like what one one's <laughs> height that, who wants just a tire I used to give these out. What,
0: how'd you get them? Just all the trash collects here. And that's why we collect it. And that's why this is the Valley of the Refuse. A good, kind elephant,
3: sir. Cuddle, what's your name? What's your name? Puddle. My name is Wombat. Wombat! <laughs> Wombat? So much better than I ever the anticipated. The Wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with muddle. Wombat. Yeah. This is my friend Vonda. This is my... Child Doug, we're not lost, but we do need to find the way we're going. We're looking for the Lord Magician. Why, oh, huh? And we're trying to get to uh,
0: the Leeson Swamp. The swamp. Well,
3: I could show you the way out.
0: Yeah, I could, couldn't I? But I also see you carrying some fancy items on you. And we don't get much of that down here. I mean, look at this trash. And he picks up like <laughs> half of a... Cuckoo clock and he's like look at this it doesn't even work anymore It's just a bird, and he, like, holds it up, <laughs> so the bird, like, drops out. <laughs> what What would you like from us? I don't know. What un- crazy, unusual things you carry in on you. Show them the cucumber. I We do have lots I of got, cucumbers. I got a cucumber that looks like a sword. <laughs> ah, we got plenty of cucumbers, don't we, Trey? And Trey holds up, like, a basket of black cucumbers. <laughs> yeah, but this one's green, and it looks like a sword. <laughs> nah, I don't want it. All right. I'm um, a cuddle. I don't eat. It. We
1: got this dagger. I pull out my pupil size dagger with both hands.
0: And... Oh, you want weapons. We got weapons. And all the like little rat creatures and cuddles pull out swords and
1: <laughs> Well, daggers. I don't know what else to give you because we've got some basic stuff.
0: What about you? You got anything from Matt Matt?
2: What do I have from Mart on me? Uh, your work uniform? Best? <laughs> I have my vest. Yeah.
0: I have this vest
2: that is from the world of Mart Mart and is part of Mart Mart's. Storaging. Oh, well, look! It's got a little Mart Mart embroidery on there. Oh, the
0: royal signet of Mart Mart. Yes, one of a kind. Would you like this? Will this help us? Hold on a second. And he like turns and he starts talking with Trey, one of the other cuddles, who looks like a hound. So he's got long ears so that almost drape down to his <laughs> knees. Yeah. All right, we'll show you the way out for the vest. You show us the
2: way out, you get the vest. Isn't that what I just said?
1: <laughs> well, he's implying well, that you get the vest after
2: you show us the
1: Yeah! Out, and not before oh,
0: you show okay, us the Oh, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> this is why she's the smart one. All right, I can show you the way out. Follow me. And he's just, like, trundling through the big piles of trash.
3: And I just sort of cuddles. How did y'all end up here? And Trey, the basset
0: hound, looks at you. Well, it's kind of a sad story. I used to have a kid. And then he grew up and he didn't have time for old Trey. Didn't want to scrunch my ears no more. And he flips his ears so it kind of flaps in the wind for a second and then falls limply down by his side. (laughs) And now I just got thrown out. I'm part of the refuse
3: now. Wait, so is this a place where trash just collects or do people dump here?
0: People just throw stuff in the river to get rid of it and it washes up on shore here. It's all we have. Oh. But how did you get the stuff from Mark Mark? It just washed up on shore here. I don't know where it came from. So it came from the river?
2: Well, there's got to be a way it came here. Mm. How did it get here? And it doesn't we can go seem, back.
3: Maybe I'm off on this, but uh, the Lord Magician doesn't seem like a litterer to me, so I don't think he'd just toss out things from your world. You think the Lord Magician is from my world? I don't know. Trey like flips through
0: that little coupon book and he opens it up to a page and you see a little kid holding a stuffed animal in their arms. Is this what it's like in your world? Well, yeah,
2: but the uh but those those things are not um alive. What? They they don't they don't talk to people like you do. They're not they're not real. They're just stuffed animals. They don't do anything.
1: These children are walking around with corpses? No, they're not
2: They're not dead. They were just created and they never came to life. They, they just stayed the way they are. So the children in your world would rather love a uh, stuffed animal than a well, I'm sure if thinking you, being? I'm sure if you were there in our world, they would love you just as much. I just don't think we have anything like that. Really? Yeah. How do I get there? Well, that's what I want to know. Tell you what, why don't you come with us? And you can
3: go to Mart Mart too. Are you Are you playing with me? Never. Hey, hey, hey! Back off. He's my child. Let's Let's get one thing straight, Trent.
2: <laughs>
3: it's <train>. Trey.
0: <laughs>
3: okay. You can follow Wombat.
0: <laughs> Goodbye, Trent. It's, it's Trey. Nobody remembers. And he just like sits sadly on the floor, oh playing with a broken God. yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Poor thing
0: So you follow Wombat through these mounds of trash that have collected on the shore And you eventually find a path that leads up the steep side of the valley
3: So here we are, the way out Hey, question Uh, Yeah How long ago did the first Mart Mart thing start coming up from the river? Well, I'm not really sure you see,
0: the only calendars we get are thrown outs because they're out of date. You don't know when it is right now, do you? <laughs> no. I mean, for all I know, we could have been invaded by my... Ma- <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, uh not so much. I mean, if he's the invasion party, then uh I think we'll be all right. <laughs> uh, no desire to invade. <laughs> uh, Doug, does this... And I'm... Just looking at the Mart Mart thing, is there? A, can you tell when this is from? Yeah, there's a date recent? at the
0: top. So uh, you flip through it, and it appears to be from about two thousand seven. Two thousand seven, <laughs> wow, that wasn't uh, too long ago, but it was a was a ways. When did the when's
2: that in Mart Mart world? How many is that? Was about uh, I want to say around eight.
3: More like twelve. <laughs> More like 12? This is why I work at Mar Martin. <laughs> Wait, what's what's the year? What's the year it was when you came
0: here? It was actually 2019. He's making the joke that ducks <laughs> tall. <laughs> to do
3: math. That's <laughs> yeah, so We're like uh, 19 minus that's that's 12. <laughs> oh, God. It's, 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 all, it's all right.
1: While they're figuring that out, I'm going to pull out the map. Hey, uh, Wombat, where where are you guys on here?
3: And he takes a look at it. and He's
0: like, eh, there's a lot of valleys around here. Let's see. And he digs uh, through his pack a little bit. And he finds a rusty old sextant that he pulls out. And he's like, checking the sun. I don't know how to use this thing. And he throws it over <laughs> his pen, Narrowly missing Ken, who dives out of the way. <laughs> Reaches into his bag. And he finds like a big uh, novelty pen. And he's like, right here. And he draws a massive X through a big portion of the valley. You can obviously guess that that's not where it is.
1: Uh-huh. There's no rivers where you've marked here, so I'm assuming this is incorrect.
0: Yeah, but it's where I'd like to be.
1: Fonda <laughs> just sort of, like, puts her head in her hands, like, right. Yes. I, I would like to try to find where this river goes to, to see where all this junk is coming from.
0: Oh, this river? This is the brown river.
1: Brown river, okay. Oh. So do I see a brown river marked on yeah. the map? Cool. And where does that lead anywhere near where we're going to the Leeson Swamps?
0: Eventually it reaches Leeson Swamp. It would take... Much longer to actually follow the river than just the river itself. Get But does
1: it does the river go downstream from the Leeson swamp or It or would
0: lead to the lead Leeson swamp. To the swamp.
1: So so but whatever's on the opposite side of that is where this trash is coming from. Yeah. Okay.
0: You're specifically at like the lazy bend of the Brown River, which is why all the trash winds up here. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I'm just gonna maybe mark,
3: highlight the Do river. a little,
1: little highlight of this, maybe check back at uh See where all this trash is coming from after we visit the swamp?
3: Yeah, maybe, maybe. that'd be a good idea. Hey
0: man, don't hold out on me. Give me my vests. Deal's a deal. I mean, you haven't gotten us to the swamp yet. You said you wanted a way out of the valley. I showed you the way out. I said I wanted to go to Mart Mart. Well, I don't know where that is, I mean, this but is I'm why sure you it's lovely. <laughs> I'm sure you treated with the utmost respect, Dan. That was part of our deal. Make a intimidation check. Ooh. Which is your D20 plus your
2: charisma modifier. 18. With charisma, that's 18. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you
0: you step up to Wombat, who's like saying Damn, what am I good at? Eighteen's <laughs> pretty good though. You step good up luck. to Wombat standing over him and Wombat's standing there with his hands on his hips for a second. He's like, Alright, alright. Maybe on your way out to Martma, you could just drop it in a river for me.
3: Deal. Bye. <laughs>
0: Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for your assistance.
3: Thank, thanks, Mombat. Hey, you. Yeah. Pottle. Yeah. Watch out for your kid. Don't I, lose him. Yeah, I'll I'll try not to. He's pretty big, so he can I can pick him out in a crowd pretty easy. I'm not a child And he has got that big old Marmart vest. You can see him from a mile away.
1: <laughs> We're thinking yeah. about putting a leash on him though. What a
0: nice vest. I'm standing right here. It'll be yours once we're done. <laughs> yeah, just, something to look forward to. Yeah, just find the Brown River, dump it in it. It'll wash up here eventually. All right. Good to know. You get a few feet away.
2: I didn't want to say anything, but that was the cutest couple I've ever seen.
3: Ooh. You. Nope. You already said it. Thanks, just, Doug. I'm sorry. I like elephants. Weird, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to walk. I didn't mean it like that. It's fine.
1: I think you really piss him off, man.
0: So Puddle, rather than climb up on Doug's shoulder, is actually strutting up the path. The steep path.
3: <laughs> Climbing over rocks.
0: Hey, Puddles.
2: Yeah? I, I got something for you. What? I hand him my badge. he be like, take care of this for me. It's important. It's your, it's your badge. But I trust you. And I'm sorry I said that. No,
3: it's fine. Elephants are cute. They're really cute. I'm. I, I'm just. Well, bears are cute too. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hug it out? Yeah. Okay.
1: Disgusting. Oh
0: Vonda. <laughs> Vonda and Ken
3: just look at each other and then look yeah. back and look oh. back at each other. I mean, I think you should keep your badge on. He it, think it so. makes you feel. I don't know. It's a bit. It's official, and then everyone knows that your name is Doug.
1: Yeah, we can identify the body. I mean, <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. what does she mean by that? Uh, you know, we can identify who you are uh-huh. from a distance away. <laughs> Please don't let me die. <laughs> I have never let one of my kids. <laughs> I haven't let one of my kids die yet. By by my by my word as a cuddle, I will protect you. Is there like a secret handshake we need to do?
0: Uh, just touch my tummy. <laughs> Pokemon is soft full tummy.
1: <laughs> I turned to ten again. Ken again. Disgusting.
3: Ken <laughs> <laughs> nods. Okay,
1: Ken right, are go. you guys are you guys done? Let's We're l-
3: bonding.
1: <laughs> okay, but uh, you know. Let's go. We gotta go. We got a long walk ahead of us. The bond between
3: a cuddle and a child is sacred. I'm not a child. <laughs> for all intents and purposes you
0: are. <laughs> so you walk up the path and come back on top of the valley and you're- looking out over the hundreds of rivers and stream valleys that have been created. There are bridges that go over the top of the valley so you can cut across to where you
3: need to go.
1: So I'm out there with my map. Okay, let's go. This bridge looks like it's going to cross over to the swamp. So
3: How does that bridge look? Is it rickety? Is it solid? Um, So the bridge (laughs) you
0: were looking at is actually a long stone bridge made of impeccable marble that oh. has been well polished and cared for. Mm. Which seems pretty crazy considering it is usually foggy and rainy here in Treader's <laughs> veins. So it would be pretty hard to actually care for marble in the outdoors under these
3: conditions. Yeah.
1: Wow, this is well maintained.
3: This is really really
1: nice rock I have a feeling we're gonna have to pay a toll to get across oh, this bridge
3: and, yeah. and as you start approaching
0: the bridge you see a figure standing on the bridge as you approach the bridge and this figure standing in the middle of the bridge that's where we will end this episode of Dice Try uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to Dice Try I'm your host Daniel Schaub And this episode's cast has included Paul Dixon, Earl Kim, and Krista Llewellyn. This production has been edited by Gabriel Toya Melendez with special music provided by Glenn Davis. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dice Podcast. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and review. So, let's welcome back our players. Paul, Earl, Krista, and our audio engineer, GTM, which of course stands for...
1: Damn
0: it. We're <laughs> <laughs> only six episodes in and I'm blank.
1: <laughs> well, you're, uh, and also, kind of a Christmas related.
2: Yeah, yeah. I wanted to say Grover something, but I don't.
1: Good tidings, man. Good tidings, man. But there's also there's the also turkey man. man. There's lots of man.